any cast, any time, anywhere. I'm Gaylord. And that awkward silence is my co-host who is no longer with us. So what we have to do this week, we're going to do a special episode uh, coming into the new year. Now that we had the bro-isode, which kind of seems like some real shitty shit right now. Because, I mean, you know, you lie for your bro, but you shouldn't lie to your bro. You know, I mean, you have family emergencies, those things kind of come up. You know, I had things happen in my life, so we were a couple weeks behind uh, recording. But, what I've gotten is really not a lie. So, here we go. An all new Anycast, new format, new frame. Uh, the songs you've heard uh, may or may not stay up. I don't think I'm going to receive a suit for infringement, as it is my voice, my equipment. My spouse has paid for every single episode that's been put up. Uh, she's stuck by me through thick and thin. We've had our differences and probably still will. But one thing is, is if you're going to lie to me, you can kiss my ass. And the reason you can kiss my ass is because don't play with my emotions and tell me your cousin's over and then you're sitting there hugged up on some bitch when we're supposed to be recording our episode. Let alone it's probably the same girl that preempted our last episode, which is fine. You know, hey, that's your business. This is mine. Any cast. Trying to make money. Uh, you know kind of working on this uh, comedic uh, value here. Realistically, don't know what else to tell you, folks. I mean, there might be a little bit of silence here because it's no longer conversations with B-Rye. So, <laughs> if you have something you want to discuss, you know where to get a hold of us. Uh, we're at anycastentertainment at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on or hit me up on Buzzsprout. Uh, you know where else? I mean, it, it's not all over, but it is all over. We're on Spotify. It's a paid process, and this is something that I'm trying to do. You know, like I said, I could go ahead and go with the, the majority of what people are doing, and that's those uh, lame movie reviews. Now, Venom. I went to watch that in the movie theater before it left the movie theaters. That yeah, decent movie. Honestly, wouldn't suggest watching it if you're a Spider-Man fan. Just just saying. It ruins everything that you think of Spider-Man. So, I mean, you got to deal with what you got to deal with there. But anyhow, so here's a little story that I'd like to tell. It kind of involves my 2018 going into 2019. Because... I'm going to release this early. This is totally bonusable, but it is a track that uh, needs to be done. Back January 3rd, 2018, I had a horrific car accident. I broke <clears throat> too many things. But here we go. From my face, my face got sliced halfway off. Now, not only did my face get sliced halfway off, it didn't cut all the way through by my <laughs> mouth. So, it's kind of neat. Um, I guess <laughs> that'd be uh, the least thing to say there. 
Uh, when I was in the emergency room after I finally got there, they uh, kind of flapped it in front of me like a piece of bacon. Said, "Oh, oh, check this out," and I was like, oh. "You know, careful! I got a lot of angel kisses there, so don't fuck them up if you can." <laughs> Needless to say, I have a scar. A really big scar from my ear to my mouth makes me look kind of like uh, Two-Face. But that's one thing I'm not as Two-Faced. I absolutely keep it real with people. Um, if I lie to somebody, I have a reason for it. Uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I will absolutely keep it real with somebody. I'm going to lay it down to you track for track. And what you get is what you get. If you want to believe it, don't want to believe it, That's that's what it is. Um, that accident where my face got sliced halfway off and I went out the windshield, but I had on my trench coat, so I didn't eject from the car because it wrapped around the steering wheel and held me in the car, therefore breaking my entire rib cage. That was pretty awesome. Lacerated my liver as well and broke my right scapula. Now I didn't break either arm. Which was great, so after three days I was able to go home doing transfers with my arms, very painfully, mind you, very painfully, you know, because I had broken also two bones in my necks, my uh, C1 and my C7 were both severed. That was great. So here I am in a, <laughs> a half body brace with a broken scapula, a broken neck, a lacerated liver, my face halfway cut off, nothing but, <laughs> what, 45 stitches in it. Cool. It doesn't end there, folks. I also broke my left knee when I was getting ejected from the car by hitting the dash. And I also broke my right heel trying to stop the fuck out of that car. So I was in a wheelchair about eight weeks. And in those eight weeks... I really received the worst care a person could possibly receive. Um, there's really not much to say about that. Uh, I'm sure the person that was taking care of me, they, they tried. Um, the day that I was able to walk, I... Well, I guess I, I'm getting too far ahead of myself. The day that I was able to be un-wheelchair-bound permanently so I could stand up to piss. Oh, my God. Hey, when you have to sit and you have to pee in a canister for eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks, whatever it is, or longer, you know, you, you, you kind of start to reassess life. Uh, you know, your qualities go up, they go down, you know. I had baby wipes. That was the majority of my bathing quality. Um, which I did myself, unable to reach my neck. But, you know, I could feel where the moist towelette was going. Thank the Lord. Which is another topic, you know, the whole discussion of, you know, <laughs> religion is bullshit. Anyhow. That day that I was able to stand up. I received a ticket from the police department, you know, basically because I couldn't cry. Um, had nothing to, you know, I was agitated because I was assaulted. I had been smashed in the face with a plate 
And when I called the police, that was, you know, that was exactly what happened. You know, they came to the rescue and, you know, being a sexist society as we are in 2018, 2017 and beyond, you know, it, it all depends on what your demeanor is, is how they're going to be. And, you know, I'm an adult. Don't get me confused with a fucking kid. I have a brash mouth, and I'm going to say what I want when I want if you're an adult and there's no children around. <laughs> now, I was misunderstood for the things that I did say, and that's probably where the conversation and so-called relationship that I was in ended at that point, which, you know, in hindsight, you know, that's fine. You know, wherever the world may lead me, that's where I'm headed, but I'm not going to lie to people and elicit their emotions and tell them, oh, my kid needs me, so I can't do this right now. Oh, my family is around me, so I can't. You know, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to bullshit you. If you want to be bullshitted, you know, here, here's 10 seconds of silence. You can go ahead and say whatever you want. And fuck you. That's all I have to say about that. Whatever you said right there, great. Awesome. That was your opinion. Everybody's got one just like an asshole, and you bet mine doesn't stink just like yours doesn't stink, right? So, back to the story. I was in a wheelchair. I pushed myself out the door, and I made some calls because I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to get the fuck out of here. I don't want to be here. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Now I'm getting better and I'm coming to terms that I'm getting better and I really don't want to get better and have something flip my life upside down, which again, in hindsight, <laughs> something always comes along to turn your life upside down. I had split up with my wife for this relationship and I sort of came back to the relationship that I split up my wife and myself for. So now I came back to my wife. And when I got back, it was more of a, you know, I had to swallow a lot of pride, folks. I had to swallow a lot of pride. My dad, which had uh, killed my dog back in 2010. My dad, who had stalked me for years and years. My dad, who had called the police and made reports on us falsely was kind of my wife's best friend when I came back. Not to mention, the guy around the corner raped my wife. Which, you know, hey, I wasn't here. I didn't have anything to do with it. She should have called the police. You know, you got kids. You shouldn't be drinking and letting guys fuck you in the same room that your kids are in. But, not my problem. Or at least I thought. Uh... You know, kids are the darndest, darndest little recorders. You know, they, they can't be trusted, but their minds do delve and their minds do make decisions that sometimes aren't right. They see things that they're not supposed to see. They see things that they are supposed to see. You know. <laughs> Anyhow, regardless, the point is I'm trying to keep true to myself. 
So we'll move on with the story. You know, this is February. And, you know, literally, I'm such a prick. I shouldn't have been walking, but I was using a walker to do my best to get to the bathroom. You know, I'm back in my house. And I had a fish tank set up, and there was not enough room to get by with a wheelchair between the fish tank, the stove. You know, it kind of had set up that way for separation of rooms. And I did that for, oh man, it, I think it had been about two months. So now we're into April. <laughs> and I mean, I'm feeling a little bit better. Go to the doctor a couple of times. You know, I was on warfarin. Or warfarin, or I don't even know how it's pronounced. The blood thinner, you know. So now I can't donate plasma, which in my life I've donated between seven, eight hundred times. So I've saved a lot of lives. You're welcome, CSL Plasma. Anybody down there that knows me, anybody listening to this podcast, thank you. Salute to you. Please salute me back, because that's what this is all about. Here I am, and there you are. What else can I do for you? I can't do that anymore. But I digress. In March, I had my anniversary, which was more of a meh-versary, <laughs> to quote the emoji movie. Um, but getting back to about April, you know, things started getting real. I started getting a little bit better. And, you know, there's a point in your life where you realize the difference between self-preservation and self-ishness. And some people, I, man, they really just want to stick with self-ishness. You know, you're doing things for yourself, by yourself, or that will get you to a point in your life that affects you and only you, not the ones you love, not the people around you. And I kind of decided you know that's that's not the the person that I want to be is to be somebody that's hanging around with selfish people you know I don't want to hang around with selfless people either you know those are the people that uh they they want to do everything for everybody else under the sun and it's, you you can't have it both ways you can have it one way or the other you need to have a balance and if you can't balance those out you know it, the gypsy way doesn't work for me and, you know, the vampire way doesn't work for me. So I, maybe that's a really bad analogy, but I think it's the best, you know, because you have the hippie and the vampire, you know. Hippies are free love. Give it away. Help everybody. And a vampire's like, let me suck your blood. You know, but either way, I, a hippie is probably not going to lie to you. They're do their best to you they may not tell you things but that's because you didn't ask the right question you know asking the right questions to a person it'll always get you somewhere further than not asking anything at all but when you don't know what to tell this person it's going to become a conflict or if you tell this person something and it's untrue and they can tell you for fact, you know, because the fact, you know, facts just are there. I mean, unless you're in a court of law, you know, those are, oh, the fact is uh, this and that. 
And when you get there, if you have police testifying this and that, you know, people are instructed, you know, everybody is equal. That's not true. That's not true, folks. When you hit a court of law, everything that does with law, meaning the judge, your lawyer, the defense, <laughs> the DA, your jury peers, the witnesses, the police, anybody that's there, anybody that has anything to say is going to be held way above you because we live in a politically correct society. So fuck you PC pussies. Fuck you PC pussies. You know, maybe I'll do an acapella because I really, I don't play a guitar. Hey, I have Rocksmith. I've tried. I'm working on it. Um, but I was trying to do it with a broken neck and sitting in a in a half bodysuit when I actually got the game. Um, so that's fun. Uh, playing the violin, haven't done that since 7th uh, grade. And the piano, haven't done that since 6th grade. So, really rusty. But I have a good, decent voice. I sing some songs. And... If you haven't heard them, I mean, go ahead and listen to them. You know, I really thought I finally found somebody that was, you know, bro-ish. You know, had the brodacity. Well, he definitely, he had the audacity to fucking brush me off. And that's where we're at right now. That's kind of why any cast is any Gaylord. <laughs> but I'm not going to rename it that. And if you're wondering, is my name Gaylord? No, it's not. That's what my mom wanted to name me. My father is a fucking piece of shit. And I'm not associated with the clan. And I'm kind of tired of people thinking that. I've grown up my entire life since I moved to the city that I uh, almost currently reside in. And I've had to fight. Oh my god, I've had to fight so many fights. You know... Just, you know, between the time I was 11 to the time now I'm, what, 42? I fought a lot of fights. Boy, I fought a lot of fights. Never lost any. Took eight people to knock me down once. And I got up. I grabbed some butcher knives out of my car. And I'm I'm heading at you. So everybody else, you know, I hear tires screeching away. Because, yeah, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done until I hit the grave. But the point is, is I don't have time for people that are going to fucking dip, dodge, avoid, lie, elicit my emotions for their lies. And this is really the episode that's going to point it out to you. I mean, if you want to lie to me, fuck you. Fuck you. This year, my cousin came to my house the day of my family reunion. Stole some wax from me and... Family heirlooms. Sure, it was only picture albums, but there were things in there that didn't belong to her, and there were personal items in those picture albums that did belong to me. You know, considering the fact I was in a graveyard in 1988 on my birthday, which is October 7th, burying my uncle. So there's there's some things in there that are really personal. And if you are listening, fuck you, fuck the entire family. I'm sorry that my aunt married her cousin. You know, that's why my mom stopped talking to you guys. I kind of realized that back then. 
I should have kept it that way after she died because Lounsbury's interbreeding since 1962. You fucking bunch of crazy fucking bitches. But once again, I digress. So now we're in what? May, June, July. Things kind of amped up. You know, I had already started hearing, I'm paying the bills, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm like, uh, I'm in a half bodysuit. You really want me to get a job? And I've applied for benefits. So I'm waiting for Social Security to get a hold of me. And that was a big drop, you know. Social Security is such a defunct system. The people that really deserve to get it, even temporarily, are not getting it. And the people that are getting it are getting paid under the table by people like Bravo Pizza. I will call you out, Joe Ocello, you fucking little bastard. You're a fucking prick, and I hope you get everything you fucking deserve. And that's for being pissed at me for claiming what I was actually fucking making for tips. Fuck you. Now, <laughs> anyhow... The point of that is, forget all the stuff about that, and we're moving on to, I received a little bit of chunk of change, and enter the golden era of our family. You know, everything we wanted was at our fingertips, all at, you know, instantaneous. Oh, you have money. Root of all evil. Root of all evil. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Bills, 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 recreational vehicles, vehicles, you know, things that you want, things that you need, things that you want to need. They're all at your disposal for a limited time. I mean, things start to dwindle and, you know, you hear the same old, same old, I'm paying the bill, I'm doing this, I'm, it's, it's a rhetoric that gets pretty old pretty fast. And if you're in that boat, well. You know who you are. You know, hey, I'm right there. I sympathize with you. I mean, I, I can be stupid, but I supersize with you. Idiocracy, my favorite movie. <laughs> and will always be. The movie that's slowly becoming a documentary. And it's true. I mean, some of the things in that movie are just, you know, we're so politically correct nowadays. That's the only way we can head is that people are going to dumb down. There is no getting smarter. The most brilliant minds in our times have been underestimated, undermined, corrupted, and made fun of. No wonder why we are who we are. Oh, LGBT, yes, the second L does mean love. You know, I know it's the LGBT. Not a problem, but I love everybody. Hate is such a strong word. I don't use it, you know, I say it, but it's not, I never say it about I hate somebody, I hate something, it's such an abusive word, and in the words of Gandhi, placing one's will on another is abuse, let that sink in, now remember when you say something to somebody and they rebut you, Remember what you said first, because what you said first is probably the thing that they're rebutting you about and you get upset about. Now, you're upset because you said do, want, need. And the do, want, needs become to sacrifice 
forgive or forget. So who's right and who's wrong? If you are the one that started it, then you need to accept that. You don't need to amp up your attitude. You don't need to amp up what's going on. You did wrong. And when you do wrong, don't blame somebody else and go, I don't need the negativity. Well, the negativity starts when you lied. A lie will always create negativity. And when somebody lies, which, you know, I'm skipping ahead because the summertime for this year, 2018, was a pretty good time. My family and I, we went on a couple vacations. We did this, we did that. <laughs> Short side is, you know, the summer comes to an end. And, of course, it did in spectacular fashion. <laughs> Again, I get a ticket. I don't care. You know, that's it's life. You know, if somebody backs you into a corner, you're, you're forced to fight your way out, you know. And then things lay out the way they lay out, and you have to take plea deals. You know, it's like, I'll point it out to everybody. I took a plea deal so I could be where I'm at. Other than that, I would absolutely fight it because this isn't who I am. This isn't what I did. This isn't what happened. But I'm taking the chance because I want to be home. I'm raising my children. I'm an at-home parent trying to be a comedian here, and you guys are listening to a sappy fucking hater story because my bro made me record by myself so he can fucking hug up on what he told me was his cousin and told me that his daughter needed him and told me you know i mean that's where we're going with this that's exactly what it is that's what it is there's there's nothing else about it you know this should have been something that we should have been recording together we could have had a good time and I hope he's having a good time because he'll never appear on my show again because I don't do this with folks anymore. It's something that I've stopped. I won't do it. You know, I married my problem and I have to deal with that. My friends, not my problems. You, you create your own problems and I will not solve them for you. I backed him since the day I've known him. And with what recently happened... I can honestly say I don't know how much I really got backed. I don't know how much backing I have had or will ever have from this person. So, you know, I, I write off relatives. <laughs> and if I can write off relatives, I can write off friends like fucking bad checks. But I don't know. I, I'm just, you know, going to start wrapping it up here. You know, I just don't, I don't have time for people that want to wrap themselves up in their own lives. You know, everybody does. That's cool. That's what you got to do. Then, you know, you should just be true to that. Be true to what you say. Don't tell people you're going to do something. Don't do it. You know, I put off plenty of times where I'm I'm sitting here, like I said, my financier, my spouse, any cast, and I get pushed off. And, you know, that's supposed to be cool time after time after time. You know, it, it, it's not cool. It's not, you know, it, I don't have time for people that want to lie. I don't have time for people that want to waste my time. I'm not trying to waste your time, but if you do pull anything away from this, you know, that's the type of person you should be, is be a person about your own self. Don't lie to people and keep it real with everyone. Nobody wants to deal with somebody that is, 
maybe maybe I'm the type of person somebody doesn't want to deal with. You know, oh, I'm tired of the truth. Why do you keep telling me the truth? I don't want to hear that. I'd like you to lie to me time to time. Well, if you want that, I know somebody you can hit up. He's not on the podcast anymore. So I guess we're going to go right here with this one. This one's called, uh, You Lied to Me, Motherfucker. Lied to me, a motherfucker. Lied to me, a motherfucker. Things can never be the same. Lied to me, you motherfucker. Lied to me, you motherfucker. You must be fucking insane. The thing you say come through loud and clear the problem is they're not true my dear you lied to me you motherfucker lied to me you motherfucker how can I trust you when you lied to me You're a bitch cause you lied, motherfucker. You're a bitch cause you lied, motherfucker. Text me shit, you lied, motherfucker. I don't have to be in a relationship with you to not trust you. Even though we had a partnership, it's true. You lied to me, you motherfucker. Lied to me, you motherfucker. Shouldn't have done it. Things could have been better. All you had to do was... All you had to do was fill in the motherfucking blanks with the truth. Illicit my, illicit my, illicit my feelings that's not cool. You lied to me, you motherfucker, lied to me, you motherfucker, just for that I can get cool with you. You're a motherfucking liar, I can't trust anything. From that point when you said to me, so fuck my family. Well, I guess if you have to be 
such a little pussy. You told me it was your cousin that you're fucking. You lie to me, you motherfucker. You lie to me, you motherfucker. You elicited my feelings for your child. You lie to me, you motherfucker. Lied to me, you motherfucker. Good luck with your next. 30 bands. Oh, and that was lied to me, motherfucker, by the actions speak louder than words when normally I'm always available to come over, but your door's locked and you don't want to answer my calls and you don't want to talk to me. Not to mention the stupid ass text you've been sending. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. We're done. Join us next week for the new year, where I, Gaylord, may have a new partner. Have a wonderful evening. Love you. Bros don't lie to each other.